You are listening to Alter Echo, a scripture and message podcast with pastors Andy Smith and Kim Kylo of St. John's Lutheran Church, ELCA, Lakeville, Minnesota. Thanks for joining us and worshiping with us. Well, hello, everyone. I say Merry Christmas to you today because I'm coming to you on Christmas Eve day in the morning. So good morning if you're listening already this morning. But you might be listening tonight or even on Christmas Day or the day after. So we at St. John's wish you the merriest and uh, most joyful of Christmases. May the Christ of the manger come to you in the way that you need and soothe your heart and open it so that this night and day and weekend are the beginning of a new profound love that you feel from God for you and that you share with your life. It's a day of new birth for us as God's people as well. Today I'm going to read to you the last portion of the Christmas gospel so that this becomes the story for us all weekend. And then I'm going to read a special story for you called Barrington Bunny. When I was a student at Concordia College a long time ago, almost 40 years ago now, Carl Lee was a legendary campus pastor. And every Wednesday, the week before we went home for Christmas, Carl read Barrington Bunny at our Wednesday night communion service. And it just brought tears to our eyes and lumps in our throats and it has stuck with me ever since as a way to bring in Christmas to prepare ourselves for the power of the story. So first of all today here is Luke 2 8 through 20 and then we'll hear Barrington Bunny. Now in that region there were shepherds living in the fields keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Dear friends, this is the Christmas gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. So for part of your Christmas celebration, even on a day right now in Lakeville, Minnesota, when it, was, when it is raining <laughs> in, the, in the great north, 
here we are on Christmas Eve day and Christmas weekend. Listen now to Martin Bell's Barrington Bunny. Once upon a time in a large forest, there lived a very furry bunny. He had one lop ear, a tiny black nose, and unusually shiny eyes. His name was Barrington. Barrington was not really a very handsome bunny. He was brown and speckled, and his ears didn't stand upright. But he could hop, and he was, as I have said, very furry. In a way, winter is fun for bunnies. After all, it gives them an opportunity to hop in the snow and then turn around to see where they've hopped. So in a way, winter was fun for Barrington. But in another way, winter made Barrington sad. For you see, winter marked the time when all of the animal families got together in their cozy homes to celebrate Christmas. He could hop and he was very furry, but... As far as Barrington knew, he was the only bunny in the forest. When Christmas Eve finally came, Barrington did not feel like going home all by himself. So he decided that he would hop for a while in the clearing in the center of the forest. Hop, hop, hippity hop. Barrington made tracks in the fresh snow. Hop, hop, hippity hop. Then he cocked his head and looked back at the wonderful designs he had made. Bunnies, he thought to himself, can hop. And they are warm, too, because of how furry they are. But Barrington didn't really know whether or not this was true of all bunnies, since he had never met another bunny. When it got too dark to see the tracks he was making, Barrington made up his mind to go home. On his way... However, he passed a large oak tree. High in the branches, there was a great deal of excited chattering going on. Barrington looked up. It was the squirrel family. What a marvelous time they seemed to be having. Hello up there, called Barrington. Hello down there, came the reply. Having a Christmas party, asked Barrington. Oh, yes answered the squirrels. It's Christmas Eve. Everybody's having a Christmas party. May I come to your party? said Barrington softly. Are you a squirrel? No. Well, what are you then? A bunny. A bunny? Yes. Well, how can you come to the party if you're a bunny? Bunnies can't climb trees. That's true, said Barrington thoughtfully. But I can hop, and I am very furry and warm. We're sorry, called the squirrels. We don't know anything about hopping and being furry, but we do know that in order to come to our house, you have to be able to climb trees. Oh, well, said Barrington. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, chattered the squirrels. And the unfortunate bunny hopped off toward his tiny house. It was beginning to snow when Barrington reached the river. Near the river bank was a wonderfully constructed house of sticks and mud. Inside there was singing. It's the beavers, thought Barrington. Maybe they will let me come to their party. So he knocked on the door. Who's out there? called a voice. Barrington Bunny, he replied. 
There was a long pause, and then a shiny beaver head broke the water. Hello, Barrington, said the beaver. May I come to your Christmas party? asked Barrington. The beaver thought for a while, and then he said, I suppose so. Do you know how to swim? No, said Barrington, but I can hop, and I'm very furry and warm. Sorry, said the beaver. I don't know anything about hopping and being furry, but I do know that in order to come to our house, you'd have to be able to swim. Oh, well, Barrington muttered, his eyes filling with tears. I suppose it's true. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, called the beaver, and he disappeared beneath the surface of the water. Even being as furry as he was, Barrington was beginning to get cold, and the snow was falling so hard that his tiny bunny eyes could scarcely see what was ahead of him. He was almost home, however, when he heard the excited squeaking of field mice beneath the ground. It's a party, thought Barrington. And suddenly he blurted out through his tears, Hello, field mice. This is Barrington Bunny. May I come to your party? But the wind was howling so loudly and Barrington was sobbing so much that no one heard him. And when there was no response at all, Barrington just sat down in the snow and began to cry with all his might. The bunnies, he thought, aren't any good to anyone. What good is it to be furry and to be able to hop if you don't have any family on Christmas Eve? Barrington cried and cried. When he stopped crying, he began to bite on his bunny's foot, but he did not move from where he was sitting in the snow. Suddenly, Barrington was aware that he was not alone. He looked up and strained his shiny eyes to see who was there. To his surprise, he saw a great silver wolf. The wolf was large and strong, and his eyes flashed fire. He was the most beautiful animal Barrington had ever seen. For a long time, the silver wolf didn't say anything at all. He just stood there and looked at Barrington with those terrible eyes. Then slowly and deliberately, the wolf spoke. Barrington, he asked in a gentle voice, Why are you sitting in the snow? Because it's Christmas Eve, said Barrington, and I don't have any family, and bunnies aren't any good to anyone. Bunnies are too good, said the wolf. Bunnies can hop, and they are very warm. What good is that? Barrington sniffed. It is very good indeed, the wolf went on, because it is a gift that bunnies are given, a free gift with no strings attached. And every gift that is given to anyone is given for a reason. Someday you will see why it is good to hop and to be warm 
and furry. But it's Christmas, moaned Barrington, and I'm all alone. I don't have any family at all. Of course you do, replied the great silver wolf. All of the animals in the forest are your family. And then the wolf disappeared. He simply wasn't there. Barrington had only blinked his eyes, and when he looked, the wolf was gone. All of the animals in the forest are my family, thought Barrington. It's good to be a bunny. Bunnies can hop. That's a gift. And then he said again, a gift, a free gift. On into the night, Barrington worked. First, he found the best stick that he could, and that was difficult because of the snow. Then hop, hop, hippity hop, to Beaver's house. He left the stick just outside the door. With a note on it that read, Here is a good stick for your house. It is a gift, a free gift, no strings attached. Signed, a member of your family. It is a good thing that I can hop, he thought, because the snow is very deep. Then Barrington dug and dug. Soon he had gathered together enough dead leaves and grass to make the squirrel's nest warmer. Hop, hop, hippity hop. He laid the grass and leaves just under the large oak tree and attached this message. A gift, a free gift from a member of your family. It was late when Barrington finally started home, and what made things worse was that he knew a blizzard was beginning. Hop, hop, hippity hop. Soon, poor Barrington was lost. The wind howled furiously, and it was very, very cold. It's certainly his cold, he said out loud. It's a good thing I'm so furry. But if I don't find my way home pretty soon, even I might freeze. Squeak, squeak. And then he saw it. A baby field mouse lost in the snow. And the little mouse was crying. Hello, little mouse, Barrington called. Don't cry. I'll be right there. Hippity hop, and Barrington was beside the tiny mouse. I'm lost, sobbed the little fellow. I'll never find my way home, and I know I'm going to freeze. You won't freeze, said Barrington. I'm a bunny, and bunnies are very furry and warm. You stay right where you are, and I'll cover you up. Barrington lay on top of the little mouse and hugged him tight. The tiny fellow felt himself surrounded by warm fur. He cried for a while, but soon, snug and warm, he fell asleep. Barrington had only two thoughts that long, cold night. First, he thought, it's good to be a bunny. Bunnies are very furry and warm. And then, when he felt the heart of the tiny mouth, mouse beneath him beating regularly, he thought, all of the animals in the forest are my family. 
Next morning, the field mice found their little boy asleep in the snow, warm and snug beneath the furry carcass of a dead bunny. Their relief and excitement was so great that they didn't even think to question where the bunny had come from. And as for the beavers and the squirrels, they still wonder which member of their family left the little gifts for them that Christmas Eve. After the field mice had left, Barrington's frozen bunny body simply lay in the snow. There was no sound except that of the howling wind. And no one anywhere in the forest noticed the great silver wolf who came to stand beside that, beside that brown lop-eared carcass. But the wolf did come, and he stood there without moving or saying a word all Christmas Day until it was night, and then he disappeared into the forest. Blessed and Merry Christmas to all of you as we live in the grace of God through Jesus Christ, the gift of grace to all of us, no strings attached. Be beloved as a member of the family of God this Christmas. Amen. And now God's word is alive in us again anew. And we get the blessing of being called to let it echo through us out into the world in which we live. Everyone, if you wish to give your offering now to support things like this podcast and the work and ministry of St. John's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, I invite you to do that. Please go to our website at sjlcl.org. I'll repeat it, sjlcl.org. And up in the right-hand corner, you'll see a little button named Donate. Hit that button and you can give your offering to God and for the work of God in the world through this church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Thank you in advance for the gifts and the offerings that you give. And now as we go on our way, we are sent with the blessing of peace, the benediction. Dear friends, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, till we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. God loves you, everyone. God be with you until next week.